Hey, this is Ketna Grab from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Daniel Hernandez with us. Daniel is a licensed clinical social worker. He is a psychotherapist in private practice with over thirty-four years in total human service. He currently practices in six states in the U.S. He is starting a new branch of his practice as a spiritual life coach to a worldwide audience beginning February two thousand twenty-four. That being said. Let's hear it from Daniel himself. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. It's an honor to be here. You're privileged. We are very honored to host you today. Daniel, let's begin with your journey. Tell us about yourself and what got you started in entrepreneurship. I come from a very, in my opinion, a, a pretty difficult background, and I've been able to sublimate those experiences, turning up negative into a positive. And as a young man, I, my dream was to be able to be strong enough. And wise enough to be able to help people and be an instrument for people to reach up and, and improve themselves if they desired that. Fortunately, what really did it for me was that I, I became a very spiritual person, and so I, I was very fortunate to receive that assistance and be able to meet the right people. And certain people really helped me out when I really needed it, especially as a very young man. And I was able to go to school to get a degree in, in sociology. And then uh, later on, get a degree as a master in master of social work. And then I got licensed clinical therapist, licensed clinical social worker, actually is the official title. And uh, so I started to really gain momentum and uh, I, I created my own guidebook of exercises to help people with in, in my uh, sessions. And I've been using this guidebook for a very long time now. I actually published it in 2012. It's called Creating a Cohesive Family. And it has 32 exercises. It has... It has 26 exercises in it and uh, for family development and individual development. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of success with it. And now what I'm doing is branching out this February as a spiritual life coach. And uh, I'm really excited about that because it's, now it's going from just working in six states in the U.S. to be, be able to work with a worldwide clientele as a spiritual life coach. So I'm really excited about that. And with that, I actually have a separate system. It's called 7 and 7 Spirituality System. And I've had enormous success with that, with helping clients specifically with overcoming trauma predominantly. So I'm really excited about that system because it, it really frees me up to talk about spiritual concepts and principles. Got it. Got it. Daniel, thank you so much for sharing the journey that you have been on. Let's begin with the guide. Tell us what does the guide stand for? How can it help an individual elevate them to an excellent Yes, my guidebook, it's therapeutically based. I, I use it for my private practice as a therapist. And it has the first 12 exercises have to do with individual or personal development. And it helps people to really understand themselves as far as self-awareness, self-accountability. And uh, it helps people to raise their self-esteem. It helps people to gather together a personal mission statement, family mission statement, and they career mission statement, which is something that we all need because these are all natural laws. These are things that we have to have. It's not an option. Technically, it's an option. We can say, I don't need a purpose in life or no, I don't need to have good self-esteem or no, I don't need to have good self-discipline. Sure, you don't have to. No one's twisting your arm, but what are the consequences? They're huge. Yeah, they're huge. So this is what with the, to, to really simplify the individual development part, there's three key natural principles that I help people to be at peace with. And that is number one, self-love. Number two is self-discipline. Number three is gathering a personal family and career mission statement and driving that down into the heart and soul, not just a mental thing, 
but it's got to come from the soul level for it to really have an impact. Now, for the people, I, I do have clients that don't believe in a higher power, and I respect that. And I, I come from it, I go at it from a different angle without using words like spiritual and soul and things like that. So that way everything's kosher because I, I, I have to be careful with that as a therapist. But as an, for individual development, those are the three prime movers that are actually required by nature for us to develop in harmony with nature. Self-love, self-discipline, and having a, a mission statement, preferably personal, family, and career, all three. And that's what gives us the motivation, the energy, the focus, the anchoring that we need to be able to withstand the toughness of life. Because I think we all agree that life can be really tough. And, and we have to be able to withstand those pressures mentally and physically. And the, the way to do that is to really be in harmony with self-love, self-discipline, and having a, a mission statement. That's what gives us our, our human system, the mind, body, and the will, the sufficient focus and, and power that it needs to, to be a force and to help us to blast off and to be somebody. Yes, totally. Something that you mentioned, Daniel, was self-love, self-discipline, and a mission statement for all three aspects of life, whether it be whether it be career or whether it be family. Let's begin with one of them. Tell us about self-love. What would be a good way to cultivate more of it? We have to, these three aspects, these three principles, self-love, self-discipline, and mission statement, they all feed off each other because it has to do with the human system. It's representative of the mind, the body, and the will. And those are the three parts of the human system, the mind, body, and the will. So the way I look at it is that self-love is more designed for the mind, self-discipline is more designed for the body, and the mission statement is designed for the will or, or the soul for people that believe in a higher power. For people that don't believe in a higher power, okay, then we'll, we'll switch that word to will. Because to me, it's the same thing. The soul, the will, same thing. Yeah. Those three aspects have to be considered because they all feed off each other very intimately. For to answer your question, self-love, we have to be able to recognize our positives and be able to be focused on them on a daily basis. And what I recommend to people that see me are, let's write several down. Let's start with five. What are five good qualities about you? And okay, let's study that every day. I want you to read that three times a day out loud. That's what I tell my, my people. So that way they can be focused on, hey, I do have positives. I'm going to focus on that out loud, verbally, over time. Let's do this for a month. And let's see where we go with that. Yeah. And then I, I hold them accountable. Every time I visit with them, I let them know, okay, are you studying this every day? And, and most will say yes. A few will say, I haven't had the chance. I'm like, okay, it's just going to take longer for you to get better if you don't study these things. Because you need to study these positives. Because your self-esteem is, I, I rank it from one to ten. Yeah. And a lot of these, a lot of people will tell me, it's like a four or five. I'm like, eh, that's like below average. Is that, are you satisfied with that? No. Okay. Then you got to get on the stick. You got to be committed. That's the only way to success is commitment. So, no other way. You got to commit. You got to make it happen. Create 30 seconds, three times a day to read these things, these statements about yourself, these positives. They'll, they'll usually do it. And then they'll notice, yeah, I noticed that I have like more common sense mm -hmm. and I'm able to not get sucked into an argument with my spouse and they'll notice the difference. Yeah. And I'll notice I don't get reactionary. I'm more responsive. Like, oh, okay, see the differences it makes to to be focused on your positives because we need to be. It's a natural law. It's like a, the sister law of gravity. We have to have good self-esteem, good self-love. It's not really an option. Sure, it's not an option to have a good self-esteem because the more self-esteem you have, 
the more impact you can get in the world. What could be the logic behind it? Uh, I would love to understand the logic of repeating these things, let's say, three times in a day for an entire month. If we did that, is it going to go deeper in our subconscious mind and yeah. create behavior from there? Can you please? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's basically rewiring the brain, rewiring the mind, the body, and the will. The, the great trilogy of the human system. Yeah, rewiring the whole the whole enchilada. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, does question to you about self discipline. What would be your suggestion to increase our self discipline? Because mind and the body tend to tend to give up when the situation is difficult. And if it does, we are back to square zero. So what would you suggest to do to have a self-disciplined body? We have to remember, to me, this is the key, is that action always comes before feelings and emotions. If we're going to be a person that relies on our feelings and emotions to take action, a lot of us aren't even going to get out of bed. Most people do not even want to get out of bed in the morning, much less you know, they're going to be disciplined to go do other things. Okay. So behavior always comes before feelings and emotions, meaning that we have to take action even if we don't feel like it, and we have to respect that. We mm -hmm. cannot rely on our emotions and our feelings. In my opinion, they're just not strong enough. They're too wishy-washy. Okay. Knowing what we need to do and taking responsibility and saying, hey, you know what? I need to go to the gym, so I'm going to pack my bag tonight, so that way I need to leave here by like 7 in the morning. It's more, much more likely to happen. Instead of waiting till the morning and seeing how we feel, and then do I feel like going to the gym? Probably not going to happen. And then what's going to happen? The, those three apple pies you ate last night was just going to sit there and create fat or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. We have to take action. We have to behave. That's the priority. We have to behave what we know we need to behave and forget about the feelings. It don't matter how we feel. We need to do it. Now, unless there's an urgent thing going on, we're truly sick, we have diarrhea, we're throwing up, then that's a whole other bottle of wax. And we need to take care of ourselves and get better, then go back to the drawing board. Yes. Yes. Action comes before emotions. Because if you let emotions come before action, then you'll never get the thing done that you want to Daniel, and that's some tips to, to write the mission statement for personal career and family goals. What I would suggest is just go to Google and just Google in there what you're looking for. Just put, for example, put personal mission statement examples, family mission statement examples, career mission statement examples, and then just study them. Look over a good dozen of them. Get out your pen and your notepad and start writing notes down and seeing what resonates with you. And then come up with a final draft and then actually put it on your wall. Study it once a day out loud for 90 days. So it can go from the mental level down into the will or the soul for those who are spiritual. Okay, Because that's where it needs to come to anchor for you and be able to lead and guide you and give you keener instincts to survive and to thrive and to do the right things. In the, in the moment that these situations happen without you having to think so much about it. Totally, totally. Three things for you guys that you have just learned is self-love, self-discipline, and mission statements for all three aspects. Daniel, tell us about the, the spiritual life coaching that you're coming along with for the worldwide audience in February 1st, 2024. If somebody wishes to join, they can join. How, how what are some ways and what should they know? Yes, I'm super excited about that because with that, I'm not here just to talk about spirituality just up front because I already know that the people that are going to be there and working with me are all going to be believers in a higher power. With that, I have a system 
of uh, 14 principles that I use that are really natural laws or spiritual laws. And uh, we go over each one because each one has to do with helping us to overcome our problem, whatever it is, overcoming trauma. And I, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about perfect curing or anything like that. I've never seen anyone perfectly cured, to be honest with you, especially when it comes to trauma and those kinds of deep level hurts and pains. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen anyone 100% overcome those kind of things, but we don't need to. My goal is to help people get into the 70 to 90th percentile of overcoming trauma or overcoming whatever difficulty that they're trying to overcome, mainly centrally on emotionally. That's my center. And sometimes people have had physical ailments and because their emotions are much stronger and better, their physical ailment a lot of times improves, sometimes dramatically because of the mind-body connection. Okay. So... I focus on those 14 principles. So actually my brand is called seven in seven because there's seven core principles within seven principles. So there's actually 14 principles that we hammer down and make sure that we're real keen on and we're at peace with, and we're, we've incorporated these aspects into our lifestyle. That's when the magic happens. When we're at peace with all 14 and we don't have any mental hangups about it or disagreements in our mind or in our heart about these things, that's when the magic happens. And that's when we start to get into the 70 to 90th percentile of overcoming trauma or whatever difficulty the person's having emotionally centered. Again, I'm not talking about physically. That's another bottle of wax there. And the people can go beyond the 90th percentile. It's going to depend on how long they apply these principles. If it's a lifelong thing, they'll probably go beyond the 90th percentile which means that they just become mentally stronger. I've seen people get up to close to 100%, 98%, almost there. Then we just have a mild trigger now and then, but they're able to manage it real well with no big deal. But they still feel that feeling, but it's not anywhere near where it used to be, where it's, it's start palpitating and having a panic attack or, or walking away real fast from the situation or even running, none of that. Got it. Got it, Daniel. Thank you so much for enlightening us uh, on the coaching path that you would be choosing to come across with on 1st February 2024. What are some ways of getting a hold of that practice or getting a hold of you? How to reach out to you, Daniel? Yeah, you can go to my site. It's called sim.com. You can just message me there or and let me know that you would like to register. I'm going to be conducting actually free group sessions for a period of time for your viewers. And I'll also be providing my upcoming book on my 7-7 system with no charge to your viewers. I'll just email it to you right away. And that's that. Wow. Wow. So can you please spell it for once for us, the website name? Yeah. Yeah. The website name is 7, the number 7, and then IN7, and then spiritualitysystem.com. 7in7system.com, guys. Do reach out. So final question for the day, Daniel. Tell us. In anchoring the person to become the best version of themselves. The way I see it is, is that the essence of spirituality is creating a 360 degree communication loop with the divine, where prayer is speaking, thanking the divine. And that's about 180 degrees. And then the other 180 degrees would be meditation, which is listening and downloading instincts from the divine and many other aspects like guidance and uh, inspiration creativity, even protection, in my opinion. So to me, that's the basis of spirituality. And the other part of it is that spirituality, or even deeper than spirituality, is peace and silence itself is the foundation of all nature. 
All nature is founded on peace and silence. Everything that's good in, in the world or in life began in peace and silence. So when we pray and meditate, we're actually utilizing that foundation and we're connecting ourselves with those infinite fields of, of cosmic power. So that's going to give us a very strong foundation when we plug into the main foundation of all the universe. Great. So, there's there's going to be a lot of problem resolution. Daniel, we get it. There you have it, guys. Final question before we let you go, Daniel. Tell us about action steps. What do you suggest the listener does after hearing this conversation? Action steps for personal growth. Everybody's at a different level. Uh, to summarize that, the bottom line is that we have to take action and we have to have a purpose. We have to realize we're here for a reason. And uh, that reason, I can assure you, it's a very special and important reason. It's not some Mickey Mouse thing. It's a huge reason. And the answer is right in the heart. We just have to pay attention to what that reason is. If we haven't come up with a mission statement yet, remember, it's a natural law. We have to have that in order for us to have a quality of life that we all want good health. We all want wealth and abundance. We all want peace and happiness. And we all want wisdom. I've never met anyone that does not want these things. In order to go toward all four of these states of being, we have to take action and we have to have a purpose behind that action. And we need help. Hey, there's help. I'm going to be available for group work in, in February. Yeah. Send me a communication. And there you go. No charge. I would take advantage of our, I come with a lot of experience. I have literally thousands and thousands of, of success stories. I've got 26 specialties. Take advantage of it. There you go. Because at some point we all need a coach. We all need a consultant to lead us the way to good health, wealth and abundance, peace and happiness and wisdom. So there you are. There you have it. Do reach out to Daniel. Even one ounce with him because he knows a lot of it. Thank you so much, Daniel, for such a great conversation. It was a pleasure to meet you today and an honor to host you. Thank you very much, Karan. Appreciate you. Thank you again. With that said, I am your host, Kiran Agrahad, signing off for the day. You guys take care. Bye, guys.